So folks, this month here on Keep Productive is one of my highly recommended project management tools and that is ClickUp. Now ClickUp is one of the fastest growing productivity and project management platforms in the last two years and it's only been around for two years. They already have millions of users and over 100,000 teams are using them at the world's best companies like Google, Airbnb, Uber and Nike. Now teams traditionally use spreadsheets, email, chat and many project managers but there's a big trend towards teams using just one application. Most teams replace three or more apps just by switching to ClickUp. So that process in itself, moving into one application, saves teams so much time. Now ClickUp has features like tasks, docs, and goals to keep organized in one place and have fewer meetings, emails, and daily switches between multiple applications. And it's perfect for all types of teams, from two to 2,000, and from farming projects to even building airplanes. On top of that, they have an extremely generous free forever plan. You can literally add unlimited users and unlimited work to their app for free. So guys, you can find out more about ClickUp below. I recommend checking them out. They also do have a Just Me plan if you wanted to switch to some of your own personal work too. So thanks again to ClickUp for sponsoring this month here on Keep Productive. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Keep Productive YouTube channel. It is Francesco here and today I'm very lucky to be joined by Ken Case. He is the founder, uh, CEO of Omni Group, which produces a range of products. Um, some we'll be talking about today. Um, many of you will already know of OmniFocus, which is a very popular to-do list application and, and one that we speak about occasionally on the Keep Productive channel. But Ken, it is great to have you. Welcome to um, Keep Productive. Oh, well, thank you, Francesco. Thank, uh, thank you for inviting me. Oh, I'm excited. Um, I have a few questions more about like um, the the business side of stuff because um, you've been like as I was saying before like uh, honestly like I the one of the earliest apps I remember was your one so you've been in the game for a fair while now. Yeah, well, we uh, uh, as a company anyway, we've been going for twenty seven years now. Wow, that's amazing. That's like a real. Um, that's like software to the beginning <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely so for those who are maybe like totally um you know unaware of the omni groups products um which ones um maybe you could explain them um from scratch sure yeah i can give a, a sort of quick overview so we have four uh commercial products that we produce uh and all of these are native apps for both Mac and uh, iPhone and iPad. I, so I guess that's actually yeah, three platforms now that they uh, <laughs> decided to call that iPad OS instead of just iOS. So uh, our apps are OmniFocus, the one you already mentioned, which is our personal uh, task management software. Then we also build OmniPlan, which is more for uh, for teams to plan out a scheduled timeline. So that's when you're building Gantt charts and you're figuring out you know who's available when and uh, and really trying to come up with a timeline. Great for things like construction projects or software, you know, building a software project. Uh, then uh, we also have Omni Outliner, which is a general purpose uh, sort of text outlining tool. Uh, so if you're if you remember back to uh, school days when you would build an outline for a paper, this is exactly you know the sort of tool you would use for that. It's uh, really easy to manipulate the outline, move things around, uh, reorganize it, and everything is uh, very efficient to use from the keyboard if you learn the keyboard uh, keystrokes and so on. So the shortcuts there. And then finally, our uh, 
probably the app that is the most widely used. Uh, it's actually OmniGraffle, which is our diagramming and uh, you know, sort of visual communications application. So this is, I, I sometimes refer to it as the drawing tool for people who aren't artists, who don't draw, right? Yeah. But, but want to communicate an idea visually. And so you just drag in some images and you hook them up together. You can connect lines when you move the, uh, the images or the shapes around, the lines will stay connected. You can add text in there and have full text formatting capabilities and so on. So it's a great sort of business visual communications tool. Yeah, uh, so all of, if you've noticed that theme there, all of our apps have to do with helping people be more productive and, you know, in particular, helping professionals be more productive. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I mean, I think I've, I've known about all of the products, um, but obviously you've been working hard on sort of updates and making sure they're all refreshed. Because um, am I right in saying that, uh, how many of you, uh, you're, you're based in Seattle, right? Yes, that's correct. Fantastic. And how many are there of you there? We're about 55 people. Ah, oh, fantastic. And, and how do you, um, do, do you ever, like, uh, like do you um, find that you work well in sort of, uh, like, in your offices there? Yeah, oh, we, love, we love Seattle. We love uh, our space. We have, um, yeah. you know, we've been, the current space is one that we moved into about eight years ago now, I want to say, and it has a beautiful view out over Lake Union and, uh, but we, you know, the, the way we tried to build that office was to uh, make it easy to collaborate. So we have, you know, several places where people can get together uh, uh, with an open office sort of arrangement. But we also wanted to make sure that people can uh, close the door and just sit in their office and focus when they when they need to and not be distracted by other people going around them. So we have we have both individual offices where everybody has their own in private office that they can close the door on, uh, as well as these communal spaces, and you can sort of switch to whichever mode you need for whatever work you're trying to do. Brilliant. And uh, that's pretty cool. Um, I saw the list of the, the, the team on the site and it's, uh, you've got a lot of software engineers, um, which is wicked. Um, I can imagine that's a, a lot of the effort that's put in there. Yeah, obviously that's a, a pretty core piece of, uh, of what we do. Yeah. But so is, uh, you know, we have a lot of people who are tech support who are, you know, helping our customers whenever they run into problems uh, and or just want to figure out how to do something and aren't sure yeah. how to do it. Yeah, sure. Um, and, and one of the questions I had for you was more around um, going back to sort of um, the past. Did, uh, like, what sort of inspired you to create a tool like um, OmniFocus um, for the world? Sure. So. Uh, going back a little bit, obviously, with a uh, in in our earliest history, you know, twenty seven years ago, when we built Omni Group in the first place, it was we were developing for the Next platform. So Next was the software plat uh, or the computer company that Steve Jobs started after he left Apple, after he was kicked out of Apple, <laughs> and so he wanted to do another computer. And well, what's next? And he named his company Next Computers Incorporated, and uh, and started. Uh, building these very uh, attractive-looking black black cubes, uh, which were also very expensive, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, fast forward, uh, because of our next background, when Steve came back to Apple, uh, and the next uh, became the foundation of the Mac OS X operating system, and then also the foundation for the uh, iPhone and iPad operating systems. So all of that is still the same mock kernel that Next was using, uh, you know, obviously evolved over time. But uh, 
but similar foundations and similar APIs around AppKit and so on. Again, also lots of new APIs since then and evolved, but, but some of the same classes that were available way back in 89 when we started doing this are still available now. Uh, so in the early 2000s, so uh, as Apple was getting ready to release Mac OS X for the first time, 10.0, we started working on productivity apps, and you know we had a web browser. There wasn't uh, there weren't a lot of great web browser options back then. Apple certainly didn't have Safari yet, uh, and we were also uh, working on OmniGraffle and Omni Outliner. Uh, fast forward a few years, uh, we built Omni Plan in about two thousand five, two thousand six, but we started hearing from a lot of customers who were using Omni Outliner. You know. It, Call that was our general proper, pro, sorry, general purpose outlining tool for manipulating text and so on. And they were using it to make to-do lists and keep track of what they were doing. And because we had made this app scriptable, uh, they could extend it in different ways, you know, put new items on the toolbar and give them keyboard shortcuts and so on. And so they were adding things that would uh, help you plan your work in projects and then uh, do the work in terms of context, uh, which is basically the GTD methodology that David Allen had uh, come up with in, in, uh, in getting things done. And so as we saw customers starting to use that, at first we were thinking, well, how can we make Omni Outliner even a better, you know, an even better host for that kind of work? And then we realized, well, a lot of the stuff that people are trying to do with this are you know, things like time-based uh, decisions, like I want to defer something uh, for a year and then have it show up, or maybe for 10 years if it's my passport renewal or something, uh, yeah. or I want something to be due next week or, you know, whenever my you know, next assignment comes due. I, you know, I, you had all this time-based stuff, and now Outliner wasn't really built for that. Uh, you also had all of this integration you wanted to do with the system where you wanted to make it super easy to capture email messages, for example. So you just hit a keystroke, and whatever email message was currently selected, it would go into... Uh, into your tool. And so we realized, well, that the better answer then is to build an app specifically designed for this, for this purpose. And that's what became OmniFocus. Fantastic. And, and a lot of your current work now is, and OmniFocus is in its third version, um, is on obviously developing that. How, how is everything going with, um, obviously the launch was quite a while ago now, but how was OmniFocus 3 going? Oh, OmniFocus 3 has been going great. The, uh, yeah, so the launch of OmniFocus was in 2008, so it's been over 10 years, 2007 wow. maybe, was it now? It, I guess late uh, in 2007 yeah. is when we started doing betas and so on. So OmniFocus 3, of course, uh, we decided to generalize this notion of context into just being tags, so you could have an arbitrary number of tags associated with an item, which has been one of our biggest requests for the last decade. Yeah. And uh, over this past summer, of course, and that's what's fresh in my mind right now because we spent Apple just introduced the new iPad operating system, which is you know sort of the same old iOS that they've had before, except now they're really trying to distinguish between the capabilities of what the phone can do versus something on a larger screen where it makes sense to have support for multiple windows and so on. Mm -hmm. uh, and your gestures might be different. Your keyboard support you know is a lot more important when you're working on an iPad, which often has a built-in keyboard, and your phone would never have a built-in keyboard. And of course, the iPad has uh, has the pencil, and the, the phone does not. So, uh, so this summer we spent a lot of time uh, working on adding, uh, basically rebuilding Omni Focus to support these multiple windows that are available on the iPad in iPad OS, uh, this latest version that just came out, iPad OS 13. 
Wow, I bet that was a lot of work because, um, yeah, I mean, Apple introducing an entirely new operating system with new rules is probably something you didn't see coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it still runs all the old software just fine, but if you want the new capabilities, uh, and we really did, then uh, then you had a lot of work to do. It, this summer, uh, it, basically, we touched every code that, that did any drawing because they added dark mode, and so anything that could draw... Um, a pixel on the screen now needed to either draw it to dark where it was black, where it was light before, or or vice versa. Uh, and then we also redid all of the code that had to do with well, how do you manage state in the app, and what is the user doing right now? Because they could be doing multiple things in in these multiple windows that are that are visible at the same time on an iPad. Yeah, but but the good, I guess, the good thing is that you're sort of rewarded by editor's choice if you obviously developed a, the system. So that that hopefully will pay off by WWC next year, right? I certainly hope so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we've been very fortunate so far to be um, to be recognized frequently by Apple and featured. So, uh, yeah. and I think the work is is rewarding in and of itself, whether or not Apple directly. You know, uh, this is all stuff we use ourselves, and and we want these capabilities in the app we're using. So, yeah, definitely. Well, I have I have two final questions for you, and uh, one of them is is focusing on OmniFocus again. Is obviously the future of the application. Um, you know, we 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 obviously know that in, in maybe in a few years there'll be a four, <laughs> but right. um, maybe you can give us a uh, little bit of a glimpse into maybe what's coming up, if you can, of course. Sure. Well, right now I'm I'm not too much thinking about four so much as I'm just thinking about what what do we need to do next. Uh, and one of the imp uh, one of the important things uh, that we've been working on through this year actually has been collaboration. Uh, you know, we really want people who are using OmniFocus to be able to easily collaborate with other people who are using OmniFocus. Mm -hmm. And in fact, we want uh, people who are using OmniFocus to be able to easily collaborate with our other application, OmniPlan. So, you know, if you're building a shared project that, where you have developed these detailed timelines, you know, it would be great if those timelines can then just um, easily sync into all of the team members' OmniFocus databases, and as they check off their tasks, they get marked back in the uh, in the shared plan as as done, and so on. So, that is that is something we've been working on through this year. Obviously, we took a bit of a detour as we worked on on the iPad operating system, but. Uh, but through the beginning of the year up through June, we were working on things like adding support for dropped tasks because if you're sharing tasks with other people, it's important to communicate whether something got dropped or was actually completed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we thought, well, before we get we go too far down this road, let's make sure that we're communicating all of the right states and then, uh, and then let's get the other work in there. Of course, we've also been working on OmniFocus for the web. Uh, oh, and... Yeah that uh, shipped earlier this year, uh, which is you know, important for all of our customers who are using, you know, have maybe one foot in the Apple ecosystem. They're using an iPad or an iPhone uh, or, or maybe a Mac, but then uh, they also are sometimes out of the Apple ecosystem. Maybe they have a Windows desktop at work and they need to be able to use mm -hmm. OmniFocus from there. So we shipped very basic support at the beginning of the year. We've extended it, uh, adding forecast uh, earlier this year and then uh, out for the summer i believe was when when that feature shipped and then right now we're working on adding support for custom perspectives there because that's something we know a lot of our uh pro customers in particular like to like to be able to do that's it and and in that sort of like would you ever like consider developing for like android because obviously your entire sort of business model has been built on apple and and it seems to be working very well but have you ever thought about that 
can imagine you get requests. <laughs> yeah, we've we've certainly gotten a lot of requests for it, and and we have thought about it, but you know, it's not really where our expertise lies. We yeah. don't have, we do have some history with uh, with some of the early foundations of that platform, but uh, but really, we love what Apple is doing. We love the platform. We love their stance towards privacy and so on. Yeah. And it really aligns with, with what we're doing. So yeah. our approach right now to supporting others' platforms is basically to build this, uh, is to build OmniFocus for the web. Uh, right now, that's not designed for use on like Android devices. I guess it could be used, but it's not, uh, it's not well optimized for small screens in particular. It's built mainly right now for that Windows use case that I mentioned earlier. But, yeah. um, but I could imagine... You know, I think it would make sense for us to adapt that, and it's not uh, you to, to be able to be used on <laughs> Android mobile devices and other mobile devices. Yeah, yeah, okay, that, yeah. I mean, the the thing is, you've got to you've got to do what's right for the sort of already the feature sets, and it would it would be a little bit strange having OmniFocus on for Android when that maybe OmniPlan doesn't have a Android app. So yeah, I, I mean, I think uh, you guys do what you do really well so you know kudos <laughs> oh thank you and, and the um, one, one of my final questions for you is obviously like you've seen the the sort of evolution of productivity software from all the way 27 years ago to where you are now um there there are i guess quite a few applications rolling out this year that uh, are in the sort of no code area um you know we're looking at coder and notion and things like that what what are your opinions on on those applications? I guess I'm afraid I don't have a, much of an opinion because I haven't really <laughs> looked at any of those things. So we, you know, I tend uh, as I think about what our products are doing, where they should be going, we try to listen to our customers, and of course, sometimes our customers will reference things that they have uh, experienced from other apps or approaches that they've used. But um, but I don't really look at those other things directly. I look at our app and then what it needs and, and what our customers are telling us. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I mean, the thing is you've got like with Omni focus, like the most loyal customers. So um, it's, it's really, that's a good thing to have <laughs> as a good uh, focus. Yeah, well, it's it's clear that, uh, that a lot of people really uh, love where it is, but they also have a lot of things that they uh, that they wish it uh, did even better. And so, so that's yes. something we continue to strive toward. I love it. Well, Ken, thanks so much for taking your time out to, um, for us to ask you some questions. Um, I'm going to leave you with a, a, something that I, I used to do when I was... So I, I was very strange um, and liked productivity apps when I was... Uh, very young, <laughs> and uh, uh, I re always used to call um, Omni Graffle Omni Giraffe um, <laughs> because I was dyslexic and I couldn't really see uh, the letters, and the letters seemed to say giraffe. So um, th that's uh, always how I remembered uh, Omni Graffle. <laughs> well, that is that is a very common uh, <laughs> mis perception as people we ended up in fact doing a blog post some years back about omni graffle versus omni giraffe and we did a little <laughs> illustration where uh where we have had a picture of a giraffe next to an icon of omni graffle and <laughs> giraffe saying yo and the and graffle saying what's up or something amazing. <laughs> amazing it's not just me <laughs> no it's not just you at all <laughs> fantastic all right thank you so much ken um and where can people find you after this podcast or episode well, uh, of course, there's our website, omnigroup.com, and my email address is just my initials, KC, Ken Case, KC at omnigroup.com. But uh, the, 
easiest way probably to communicate with me is on Twitter, uh, which is where you'll find me at KCase, my first initial and last name. So that's K-C-A-S-E. Oh, I love it. Thank you, Ken, for taking your time out. All right. Thank you, Francesca. All right.